everybody. I'm Chad Eckert. This is the Fantasy Golf Pod's first look at the WGC uh, FedEx St. Jude, which is played in Knoxville, Tennessee. First look at WGC FedEx St. Jude. I'm on YouTube. If you're here, log on and you can see me uh, sharing the screen. That's what I do every week, and I do it in sponsorship uh, with the friends at FanshareSports.com. You can get a pro uh, subscription to their service, their site. In fact, I'd get it now for this next month, and then you're covered all the way through the, I think, the FedEx Cup playoffs, I guess. I didn't really look at the schedule, but I'm sure if you had a month subscription to that website, you could use it, and uh, it would be very useful, helpful to making lineups, to producing uh, winning DFS lineups good times okay welcome uh we're gonna share the screen this is the fantasy golf pods first look and i will do it every monday i open the DraftKings pricing and i look at it i mean i've checked in on the betting board this morning i saw brooks kepko is at the top of the betting board so i assume he's at the top of the pricing here so let's open it let's look and we'll see at the tippity tip top it is not brooks oh my goodness it's colin morikawa cool Okay, so he's at $11,000. I guess that's not too expensive, especially when it's a shorter field. We can talk about a little bit of the strategy that you go into a uh, no-cut, short field, WGC-style event. There's a difference between doing these events and these contests or whatever than it is doing a giant 156-man uh, field with a uh, shitty field, birdie fest. So this is going to be kind of different this week. You have Colin Morikawa at the top at $11,000. You have Xander Shoffley, the gold medal winner, $10,800. Jeez. And then Brooks is at ten six. You got Jordan Spieth here at ten four. Dustin Johnson at ten two, And Rory McIlroy is at $10,000. And those are the names above ten dollars There's six of them. Colin Morikawa leads the way. Interesting. At $11,000, it's not a terribly strong price. I mean, you could probably use that and get away with it, especially knowing that this is a no-cut, deep field. So $11,000 spent on $11,000 Colin Morikawa, probably do it right. Hmm. We know that Xander Shoffley, he loves no-cut events, so maybe you go back to Xander and he's only 10-8. Why? How did they come up with that price? Xander, we've seen playing great golf. We've seen him at the Olympics. What about Brooks Kepka at 10-6? that give you any... Uh, what about Jordan Spieth? Oh my gosh, 10-4. Now both of Spieth and Brooks, they played pretty well. So did DJ at the open. I think that was the last time we saw him. Now, um, yeah, let's talk about it. So we're at a WGC. We're at a no-cut event. We're at a short man field. I mean, there's only, what, 70 people or so in this field. You probably should use a top price guy. You probably need to. Uh, I think, you know, Typically, most of the time in the lineup where you're trying to win a GPP, you got to use a 10K guy. Could you pepper the 9K and 8K ranges and try to go more balanced? Maybe that's probably a better strategy. Although dipping into the 6K range and lower 7K range is sometimes not as risky as it is in a normal 156-man field. There isn't a lot of risk on an 8K guy, especially if he gets four rounds. So you're looking for birdie makers, looking for guys that have good DraftKings scoring. Um can I say about this course? I guess I really don't know much about the course. I got to look into it a little bit more, but I'm sure, you know what, you got to look a little bit course history. You got to look at guys that like that Tennessee, that heat, that hot summer, those uh, people that are looking for FedEx cup points. 
you want motivated people coming into this thinking, hey, I got to get inside of that top 125, making uh, my way to the FedEx Cup playoffs here shortly. You got to look for motivations in that. I'm interested in Dustin Johnson because we know that he shows up kind of this time of year and he needs to uh, grind his way around. Dustin at 10-2 seems right after seeing him play pretty well the last few times out. I'm not afraid of Rory either at $10,000, but let's go to the 9K range where there's some names, and it's juicy because this field is juicy. This is the best players on planet Earth. Uh, it's crazy that you're seeing at 9-9, Justin Thomas, another no-cut king. We're gonna do a narrative. We're gonna do narratives this week for sure. So log on to the Dino Real Cheat Twitter page and follow me this week. I'm gonna be doing one that is a no cut specialist style team. Hey, how do I know they're good at no cuts? Well, I have a friend. His name is Chris Durrell, Jaeger Bombs underscore nine on Twitter. He will produce a spreadsheet. He does it on his Patreon page. It's 10 bucks a month. You get access to this spreadsheet. He'll break down. All of the no-cut events and the fields that have shorter field, no-cut, he'll put all of the stats from when those players performed in those events, and he separates it out. So then you know who's good at no-cuts. So if you want to have that access to that information, Chris Durrell, great dude. All right, 9-9 for JT and then Hovland at 9-7. I'm very interested in Victor Hovland. He's playing great golf. He just entered the top 10 OWGR. He's one of the top 10 players in planet Earth, the world. And what is he? There's six, seven, eighth on the board here so i don't know pretty fair ninety seven hundred dollars you got louis stays in man louis is just riding some hot form so we might want to go back to louis at ninety six hundred dollars but louis stays in is ahead of bryson DeChambeau at ninety five hundred dollars so wow or hideki hideki playing some excellent golf at nine four and cat patrick cantley is at nine three daniel berger nine two shaw scotty scheffler nine one and paul casey nine thousand dollars interesting I'm really interested to see who's in the 8K range because if these are the names in the 9K range, I might be more interested in the 8K range. Let's just quick peek. I mean, we got Finau, Fitzpatrick, Reed, Lowry, Simpson, Neiman, Answer, Cam Smith, Corey Connors, Fleetwood. Holy moly. So, yeah, uh, as much as I just said that I want to use one of these 10K guys, I mean, my God, you just – in a given week, at a given time, any of these guys can become the best player in the field and – be really good at golf. So what's the difference between a really good DJ and a really good Sander, you know, like in the or a really good JT or a really good Louie? I mean, so sometimes in these uh, no-cut small field events, you want to look at the ownership and you want to go to fran uh, fansharesports.com and look at their ownership projections or you just come back here Wednesday morning and you talk to me. And we discuss the ownership every week on Wednesdays on the Fantasy Golf Pod YouTube page. So come back and we'll discuss the ownership because that could be very important this week. And you're looking at the 9K range. Let's see who would be the most popular. I'm guessing that, Zan uh, well, you know, at the top, I guess why wouldn't Xander be the most popular? It's 10 8. He's not even the most expensive. Love no cuts. I'm guessing JT will also be popular, although he did burn a lot of people last week at the Olympics, not playing the greatest golf ever, but he did okay his final round as we kind of saved some face and figured it out. And definitely somebody that you want with four rounds. Hovland, I will, you know, I think Hovland's going to be popular. Scheffler's always popular with the people. Bryson, you know, we'll see. 
it's going to be hard to pin down because these are all great names and they're great prices. And let's go to the AK range because this isn't meant to be a long thing. We're just trying to get an idea of what's out there. And then maybe we kind of start thinking about it, mulling it over, marinating it in our brains before we go live again tonight with Joe Idoni on the Preferred Lines podcast, YouTube and iTunes. We discuss the betting board. And we've got some content for that. My goodness, I need to spend $1,500 to get this rollover requirement on my bookie so I can cash out. It's a long story. I'm going to explain it tonight on the Preferred Lines podcast of why I need to bet $1,500. I might not do it just all this week because that seems outrageous, but you never know. Uh, my plan is to spread this $1,500 out over the next few weeks and try to win. Uh, meet that rollover requirement. Anyway, 10 are the 8K range. You have Tony Fino at 8-9, Fitzpatrick at 8-8, eight, eight. Patrick Reed at 8-7, Lowry 8-6, Webb Simpson $8,500, $8,400 for Neiman, and Answers 83, Cam Smith 82, Corey Connors 81, Fleetwood at 8,000. I'm going to ask Joe Idoni tonight on Preferred Lines if he's interested in someone that was playing in the Olympic Games in the middle of the night, grinding, or with the COVIDs and all the things that they had to do the quarantines and all that. Do you want someone that went through that or would you prefer someone that isn't as drained as maybe Patrick Reed is mentally having flown from the open back to Minnesota, back to Japan, back to Tennessee. Patrick Reed is probably, you know, he's got a lot of frequent flyer miles. He's got probably one of those airplane tickets that allows him to lay down. I'm sure he's flying in a plane that's not, like you and I in domestic in the back where this baby's crying and it smells like gross poop. Either way, Patrick Reed, $8,700. I'm not sure if I'm interested in that. I'm going to ask my guy, Joe. Sometimes you kind of worry about their fatigue, the factor of fatigue. What? Uh, well, you know, Webb Simpson wasn't supposed to be great at the Open Championship and showed up decently there. So maybe you go back to Webb. Is he going to be good again? I mean, he needs to pick up some FedEx Cup points. We know that. Let's see, Neiman's here, Answer's here. Answer likes that warm weather. Oh, man, this is going to be tough to choose. Now, I've heard the strategies are, hey, pare down your player pool. Use less players in your player pool when there's less players in the event. Get more condensed on no-cut WGCs. I've had really good success doing the opposite of that. So, um Sometimes I just do the exact same thing that I would 25 or so, 28, maybe even 30 players, literally almost half the field you could use in your player pool. And all you're looking to do is get one lineup. All you need is one magic bullet out of your 20 lineups. And that's what you try to do is you try to get one bullet instead of going for 20 bullets or zero bullets. I think the best strategy in these kind of events is to try to use as much diversity as you can and just kind of spread yourself as much as you can. And when that roulette wheel spins, maybe you spread yourself on one stack of the board and that number hit. And then at least you have one there. But if you're going really specific and you're red 23 and you're black eight and those are the only two, well, we all know what can happen. You get a green and it busts or you get all these other numbers that could possibly happen and then you're screwed and you went all in, but you didn't win at all. Anyway, I prefer the way of going a little more spread and having an option to have one sweat six of six. So that's my strategy, especially in these no-cut events when everyone else is doing the opposite. 
I don't know. We'll talk about more of strategy on the ownership pod on Wednesday. If you want more strategy on WGCs and no cut events and just general PGA DFS strategy, you can go to my YouTube page, the fantasy golf pod, and you can look up the strategy section of the playlists and there's stuff on there, including no cut WGC stuff. Okay. 7K range, Will Zalatoris. I don't know if he's out. I don't know why it says out, but it says out on DraftKings. I will have to check that. I don't know anything about that. Again, I'm a realtor. I'm not an expert. Hashtag not expert. Uh, I do this for fun. I play for literally $20. So if you're watching this, you kind of need to know. I'm just the common man. If you want real people doing real things, spending real money, you got to go somewhere else. And you might have to pay a subscription to those people. I'm just here for fun because I do this for fun. I do this, uh, you know, because it's a passion of mine. Let's see. Jason Kokrek, $7,800. Sung J.M. disappointed him. He wishes he had a gold medal or a bronze medal or a silver medal, one of the medals, so he could be out of military service, but he isn't. So he's back on the grind on the PGA Tour. We know he can defer that. He doesn't have to go right now. Like, they're not just taking him off the course, putting him into a uniform saying, Sung J., you're done. Can't golf anymore. He can defer all the way till the next Olympics, which, I mean, if. Rory Sabatini with a silver medal and CT Pan could win the bronze. No doubt in my mind, Sung JM can take the 2024 Olympics or whenever that is. He can get a medal there. Hmm. Harris English, $7,600. He's good at golf. Bertie Brian Harmon at $75. Tyrrell Hatton all the way down at $7,400. Is this what happened to Hatton? Is he bad now? Did he peak last summer at the 20th ranked golfer in the world? And now he's good anymore? I don't know. That seems strange to me. Tyrrell Hatton at 74. I bet that's popular. Sergio Garcia, 73. Adam Scott finally playing. Okay. $7,200. Billy Horschel at 71. I love Billy Horschel. This is kind of Billy Horschel's territory too. Regional stuff. That's something we're going to look at. We may make a lineup in the narrative lineups that includes all Tennessee sort of area people. I know that uh, Snedeker, he's not even in this. How about Keith Mitchell? Nope. Oh, maybe we don't have many Tennessee people. Anyway, uh, but we do have uh, Horschel. We do have Leishman at $7,100. Justin Rose, $7,000. And Ian Poulter, also at $7,000. These prices look very attractive for what we've been dealing with. I mean, we've been seeing like most of these names. If they were in the last few weeks, at the 3M Open, at the John Deere, at the Rocket Mortgage, they'd be $10,000. And instead, they're in the 7K range. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough to make decisions. Maybe I'll make a decision on Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel's had a really good season, but he's taken some time off lately. So I'll have to look into see if he's ready to go. Uh, who knows? Probably. So Hatton and Horschel. I like that. I like him, too. Go back to him. Hmm. All right, let's go to the 6K range so we can get out of here. Sorry, this is taking so long. Um, Cameron Davis at $6,900. Matt Wolf, 68 Kisner, 68 Is this a bomber-friendly course? Do you go back to Cameron Champ, or do you use the Davis-Wolf Champ, or do you guy go to with a guy like Kisner? Kisner's a Georgia boy. We're around that area, aren't we? Sort of Tennessee. Not really. Um, hmm. Homa Ortiz, Phil, Robert McIntyre, Lee Westwood, $6,600 Lee Westwood. We all wanted him at the Open two weeks ago, three weeks ago. What about Ryan Palmer at $6,500? Stuart Sink, Kevin Na, Sioux Kim, Glover. Lucas Glover was just playing great, wasn't he? And now he's $6,400. He almost won a tournament. Did he win a tournament? He won a tournament. My God. So Lucas Glover at $6,400 was just saying like, oh, that was a fluke. This is what happens. People get good at golf and they have good vibes and they got good motivations and they got good energy and they've got good form and they go and they do good golf and then they stop doing good golf. 
why wouldn't we just ride a guy that's playing good golf? That's basically like, if anything I've learned over the last three, four years, I guess I've played this now five years of DraftKings golf is that you just take the guys that are in good form, predicting that they'll stay in good form and the odds that they'll stay in good form is like, I mean, it's still pretty shitty, probably like a 20%, 25% chance that they'll still do well versus taking a total flyer on someone that you have not seen for a while and you don't know that they're playing well and they haven't won a golf tournament in years and then risking it on that person. That risk is about 10% chance that they do well. So if you wanted to try it out, like, I mean, we're still talking about shitty odds, a 25% chance that this guy might continue to do well, 75% chance that he's just dead awful, or you risk it, but that's the balance. And then this is all about risk and then deciding, hey, which risk do I want to do? And which risk is everyone else doing? And then do I want to avoid the risks that everyone else is doing? DraftKings. Let's see who else we got. See who can we just mentioned? KH Lee. This is the TPC course. I don't think so. So maybe not KH Lee. What about Lucas Herbert? $6,300. He just played great golf. Garrick Higo is $6,300. And he's a lot better than Aaron Ray. And they're the same price. What the hell? Matt Jones. Okay. Martin Laird. Min Woo Lee won a Euro event few weeks ago victor perez oh, this is it we're getting to the bottom so i mean realistically like you could use robert streb at the bottom barrel price jim herman loves to tweet so you could tweet at jim and say how are you doing he loves pip potential he's never going to win a dollar off pip i don't know why he keeps tweeting about it where else are we going to see okay well you know what yeah you might not even need to do this i mean this lucas clover thing makes me feel all right and same with lucas herbert maybe you go lucas lucas that's kind of fun Luke, Luke. Oh, maybe I could do that for the narrative this week. Luke. That's all I got. All right. So that's only Luke. Anyway, um, should we build a line and get out of here? Mm, well, do you go back to read? No, you're tired. APPR, but not really. Not always play, but always is our stupid. Hatton, though. We like Hatton and Horschel. Maybe you go at H name combo. Got, uh, who do we like up top? Oh, Hovland, there's an H. Boom, perfect. Okay, I got $8,600 left. I got Hatton, Horschel, Hovland. I'm not intentionally doing that. I really, truly like those three H names. Fleawood at $8,000 seems too cheap to me. What about JT? JT's due for something. So then we got $7,900 left. Okay. So if Zalatoris is playing, hell yeah, let's do that. Or even Sungjae. All right. Well, we can look about it. We can look at it later. Uh, join me tonight again. I'm going to be back with Joe Idoni at the uh, for the Preferred Lines podcast. It's the thing I do on Monday nights, live from my basement at my house. Okay. Thanks for watching. I got to go. Uh, you guys are awesome. Like and subscribe. Rape and review. Rape and review. Rate and review. Bye. Peace out.